on the banks of the Grand River, high above the Alora Gorge. This is the Buzzard Podcast. Indie music, new releases, industry insiders, out-of-the-box conversations with guests from the true north, from the west coast to the east coast, to across the pond, and from down under. And now, here is Shay. Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast, independent music releases, global coverage. Welcome and enjoy episode 70, first music trivia for August 10th. Today in 1963, 13-year-old little Stevie Wonder started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. single charts with Fingertips Part 2, making him the youngest singer to top the charts. Formed in October 2018, our guest movie club is an instrumental rock duel out of Venice Beach, California. Jasmine Violet on drums and Vince Cuneo on guitar join the show. Movie Club released their seventh music video for their single Trap Door on July 8th. Off upcoming EP Fangtooth out today, August 10th, 2021. An incredible duo putting out unique trailblazing sound that is reaching an international audience. You'll love their music. Great chat. Enjoy the show. Hi, Jasmine and Vince. How are you doing today? Great, Shay. How are you? Oh, good. I'm good. Uh, both of you are from Venice Beach. We are indeed. Just back from the beach itself. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Oh, God. I, I, I spent some time out in California, so I really, I really miss it. Yeah. I was in Merida no way, though. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's right next door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. I know that. Um, I'm just going to start with a bit of trivia. What rock icon was the founder of the Society for the Prevention of cruelty to long-haired men. Ooh, I would say I'd say it's Slash. Oh, okay. What about you, Jasmine? Can you repeat it one more time, please? <laughs> what rock i What rock icon was the founder of the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men? Oh, it sounds like Zappa. <laughs> I, yeah, you're pretty much in the space. It's David Bowie. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, I was just I'm researching an episode on Bowie, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I never knew that. Never <laughs> knew that. That's an amazing pretty, fact. Yeah. I know. I was totally blown away. But <laughs> you that. never, you, David Bowie never ceases to amaze anybody, never will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never, never will die in my mind. Anyways, we're here to uh, listen to two tracks off the Fang Tooth album, which is out August 10th. Woo! You must yeah. be ex excited about that. <laughs> we definitely are. Okay. Um, I actually feature Trapdoor on the podcast already nice. on, a, on a playlist night. Uh, I love it. Uh, the, Thank uh, you. Uh, just our listeners, Trapdoor is one of the tracks uh, is the initial, uh, the first track you released, right? Off the five track album. It's the single. Yeah. 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 So uh, incredible video that you did. Oh, off, thank you. Off the red balloon. How did you come up with that? 
like to totally reverse that yeah the red balloon thing i thought it was really cool well you know <laughs> like, we're always looking for like you know new ways to do psychedelic music videos right um, yeah so we had watched we, we watch a ton of movies obviously hence the name <laughs> and uh we had rewatched this uh late 90s classic or cult classic i would say rules of attraction and okay. uh it's based on a book written by one of my favorite authors, Brett East and Ellis. Um, but yeah, it has a lot of crazy uh, long reverse shots in it, just sprinkled throughout the movie. And we were just like so enchanted that we kind of wanted to try doing an entire music video in reverse. Well, you did well. You did well. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I even referenced it on the podcast. You have to go to the video. Like Thank you. Incredible, incredible. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, can I find out a bit about both of you? If you can uh, give me sort of a a five minute, know, a five, a five minute, <laughs> a condensed version of uh, both of your backgrounds and how you happen upon a career in music. Sure, Vince, you want to go first? Sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I was pretty much born and raised with music. My dad was a music lover. Uh, my mom was a music teacher. And you pretty much couldn't live in my house unless you played an instrument. Um, I mean, it wasn't that crazy, but it definitely was important. I mean, we were just born and raised with it. Anyways, but I started playing drums um, at about eight years old. Um, wow, that's and, young. Yeah. And I, I mean, I fell in love with it. And then probably like a little over 10 years ago, I started playing guitar professionally um, just out of necessity. The, uh, the band I was with needed a guitarist. And I mean, I've, I've, I love every, I love pretty much every instrument and like to play a little of everything. But uh, guitar just was the one that stuck, at least for right now. And uh, mm -hmm. then I played in a bunch of different bands, uh, originally from Pittsburgh. So I did a lot of touring in Pennsylvania and the Northeast okay. and then moved out to LA about four years ago and just, uh, again, played in a bunch of different projects. And then thankfully I met Jessamine and, uh, we formed movie club and, uh, it's been, been a crazy journey. That's a story story in itself, but, uh, I'll let Jessamine take it away. That was my two second. <laughs> Summer. <laughs> what what's your preferred instrument though? Drums or? I mean, right now, right now it's guitar. I mean, um, just just because that's what I'm playing all the time. Um, okay. But you know, some days I like to play drums. Some days I like to play bass. But uh, right now, definitely my instrument, um, my inspiration comes mainly from guitar, just because of uh, this project. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. My favorite uh, part of the band is the drum. Yes. Um, now we, <laughs> we're going to talk to the drummer of the band. <laughs> Thank Jes you. Jessamine. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Awesome. I love your drums, actually. It was Thank incredible. Thank you so much. Very talented. Thank you. It's a, it's a funny story because um, I kind of have a similar timeline music-wise to Vince. I don't have musical parents, but I did beg my parents to get me piano lessons at the age of eight. And so I was became a classically trained pianist, uh, eventually playing, you know, in New York City and stuff uh, 
for a long time. And I then decided to switch to drums about 10 years ago. So uh, I already had the percussion background, music theory background, but um, yeah, you would. I definitely uh, have a lot more fun on the drums than the piano. Piano is just kind of like a sad thing for me. And, you know, it's very expressive, Mm. but I just like, I I wanted to be more physical and more like, you know, energetic. Mm -hmm. So it was a perfect swap for me. And uh, I think that's kind of how Vince and I have this, interesting sound together is because we both sort of like started on different instruments but then switched about 10 years ago which is the craziest part um so yeah I don't know we just kind of came together and uh decided you know after a few jams that we really thought we had something um and we didn't necessarily want to force any part of the equation. So we said, well, we just start the project with what we have. Uh, And both of us can sing, but we weren't exactly dying to do vocals. Um, So we just said, Hey, you know, this is something new, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what other band is like short to the point instrumental rock and roll, you know, psychedelic rock and roll especially um, is usually very long tracks and very jammy, you know? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, we got kind of excited about just doing something in a a new direction since it seems like there's just so much out there now and it's hard. Most bands sound like 10 other bands. So we were just like, Mm -hmm. well, here's a way to stand out. And it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. So how did you two get together? Well, uh, that's another funny coincidence. Uh, we both have the same last name, so okay. Uh, we we were at I, a, di- I didn't catch that. <laughs> well, I I use I use my uh, stage name is my first and middle name because uh, our last okay. name. Okay, all right. I was hope, I was wondering why I didn't catch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, and it it makes it a lot easier for interviews and stuff. Um, yeah. To be referenced with different last names. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, uh, I was sitting at a bar that my good friend and bass player, Eva Gardner, was bartending at. Um, It was her family's bar. It's a famous rock and roll bar in Hollywood called Cat and Fiddle. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone came up, ordered a drink. She took his card. She said, oh, you two have the same last name. She and I are really good friends. She knows her real last name. And I turn and it's Vince. And next thing you know, we find out we have all these crazy parallel other things. Um, We're the same age. Uh, We both uh, have family in Western Pennsylvania. We're both musicians. Um, Just just a lot of crazy kind of serendipitous fate stuff, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. So are you a couple? Yeah. So then we started dating and then we didn't automatically start playing together because we both had different projects that we were in and Mm -hmm. uh, we were kind of, you know, it's just always, you always want to like, just feel it out before you jump into too many things at once. So we waited about a year after we started dating to um, start jamming together. And then that was when we were like, 
our other projects kind of fell off and we were like, mm. let's do it. You know, it's, it's more about like seeing the way the other person operates, you know? And it was like, I saw Vince as a great bandmate on top of being a great boyfriend. So I felt mm. it was safe to venture there, even though it is always, you know, something that can be dicey, but I think as long as you really feel it out first, um, I think everything in life is about who you work with, you know, uh, doesn't matter if you're making the best product ever. If you work with someone that's shady or shifty or self-sabotaging, it will go nowhere, you know? Mm. So girl, I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I won't put it on the air. Why? (laughs) No, I said, it sounds like a, a great time that you got together. And I think it's really cool when two creatives, get together personally and then uh, ourselves professionally makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, your chosen genre. Um, I actually think it suits your music. Uh, you do very well with it. I like instrumental because without the lyric uh, in the way you can really enjoy and get to the soul of the music. That's why I love it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was rooted in classical music, and now is like the original instrumental music. You know, yeah, like the the earliest music. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like I, I love all music. I do um, as a English nerd um, because I write full time for a living. Uh, The uh, I, yeah, I I go to the lyrics. But you know what? When I want to clear my mind, I put on instrumental. Totally. You know, totally. Or, or I'm going, oh, what did they say? And actually, there is a, uh, there is an instrumental rock band out of Ontario, Canada, uh, that actually is a show, uh, show music for the Buzzer Pod. The Buzzer Podcast features the instrumental rock music of Kevin Australia, Pyramid on Mars, who uh, is out of Ontario, Canada. So we're going to listen to Badlands first. Uh, can you give me a bit of a, uh, the backstory behind that? Vince? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, this, the song itself was, you know, when, whenever we're writing songs, we just try to do a different approach with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're writing as a two piece, a lot of the times, um, you know, a lot of us have to cover a lot of sonic uh, space which can, you know, force me to play a little differently on the guitar, say if there's not a bass player. So when we were writing this song, I was like, I'm just going to write a guitar, one guitar melody that I really like and, mm. you know, and not worry about the other pieces because uh, that will all fall into place because when we record, you know, we'll have, you know, a bass player or other, um, other collaborators on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then this one, you know, like w- the, at the other part that, movie club does when we write is we try to keep things really simple and we don't try to you know there's not key, a ton of key changes and different melodies and a bunch of stuff you know we don't try to keep it too complicated so this song is a lot i mean the melody pretty much goes throughout but it's just all how we play it and we alter it just the, the smallest bit um and then in terms of the song name uh honestly we just kind of have a, a bunch of uh stuff written down and then uh, we just had, we went and visited uh, Death Valley 
Jessamine, that was uh, Badwater, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, we just had visited Death Valley, and then uh, I don't know. This the the term Badlands just fit the vibe of the song, and uh, yeah. And I, I think Justin was literally like, "Yeah, this one should be called Badlands." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yep." You know, and that's that's usually how we take it. We don't try to overthink it or anything. Mm-hmm. It just kind of all comes naturally. So, um, but I think that's all I have on that one. <laughs> And was it, it's an incredible track. And uh, who was involved? Uh, like, did you collaborate with other artists in the yeah. making of this? Okay, definitely. Uh, we have the monster bass player Tim Lefave, who incidentally played on David Bowie's last album, uh, uh, Blackstar. Yep. Yep. Ah, yeah. We. Uh, We've known him for a little bit and he's from Massachusetts like me and he's just a real guy and he is amazing mm-hmm. uh, to work with because he just jumps in and he does his thing. Yeah, we feel very grateful to have gotten him in on, on as many tracks as we have so far. And then my good longtime friend David Rallicky. Uh, plays horn on the whole album um, for Badlands. He's playing the baritone sax, which is just like a, a huge, giant instrument that is incredible to watch anyone wrangle. And he yeah. just kind of slaughters it. Um, and he has it running through all these crazy, trippy effects pedals that he built this custom board for his uh, effects for his uh press you know he he does all the wind instruments pretty much so on this mm-hmm. one he just kind of like laid it down and we were like that's amazing yeah it was amazing uh you also had bath uh <laughs> you also had bassist eric jesus combs from uh his work for dr dre can eh? Yeah, Let, yeah, <laughs> lettuce is spells his name or say his name. Yeah, lettuce is bass player. Yeah, yeah, he works with Snoop Dogg all the time. He's he's on our first two EPs. Yeah, and we were, yeah, we've just been really, really lucky in the realm of finding guest bass players. Um, it's really yeah. like things have really lined up for us there, and we just are excited. And yeah, we might add, uh, you know, bass in when we play live sometimes for sure. Um, but right now we're just psyched to have these recordings um, kind of elevated with these amazing guys. Well, so we're going to listen to Badlands right now.
so did the album follow a certain progression? Like, is it a concept album or just a collection of five tracks? Uh, the album, the way we kind of sort out every album is, uh, you know, we write a bunch of songs and then we try to pick like the best half of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And for these songs, they just seem to all fit together because they were different enough to not have two songs that sound similar, but they had the same kind of like, I don't know. You just, they just seem to like be already calling to, to be a family on an album. Together. Okay. I don't know, there's, it's a lot of like mysterious stuff at work with music that is hard to articulate, but yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. I get yeah. that. I get that. And what about Ghosts in the Machine? We're going to be hearing that next. Yeah, Ghosts in the Machine uh, was one of the songs that uh, it was. It was funny because it started as a name. Um, you know, we love we love the Police, and they have an album called Ghosts in the Machine, and uh, we love X Files, and they have an episode called Ghosts in the Machine, and we had this kind of like long-going joke uh just because technology glitches so much in general these days um and we you know we say ghost in the machine you know to explain like any weirdness that happens okay we were like we have to write a song you know that has this title um we need our own ghost in the machine uh and so we were kind of saving it for like a song we felt was really you know, really apocalyptic and kind of like summing up this dark, crazy energy that the last couple of years have, have brought um, into all of our lives. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so this this song kind of, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you, like, we, but it came out of a jam and we were instantly like, yeah, this is Ghost in the Machine. <laughs> and then we just kept playing it and kept letting it evolve. Um, and then for the recording, it was like we laid down um, our parts. And then I did a piano track, which is really fun. I haven't done any piano work on any of our recordings so far. And the studio we recorded at, Phonogenic Studio in the Valley, uh, was mm-hmm. had this old piano that was completely like not tuned, but magically it worked with the song, the tuning, the weird off tuning worked with the song and kind of added to the creepy vibe. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then David Ralicky throws down some tenor sax um, that gives boosts it into this new like Pink Floyd world, you know, where you just feel like, Good saxophone, I feel like you just feel infinite, you know, like when you hear it, you're just like, mm-hmm. you're, it's like surfing sonically. You're just like, whoa. Um, and and Tim on bass as well for that one. Anything else, Vince, that you can think of? Yeah, I mean, well, well this, this song was like, I mean, the with, with us recording as we, we try just as writing, I mean, pretty much every mm-hmm. part of the band is we try not to overthink anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with this song, it was, you know, we, it, we really like, we weren't too worried about going over the top, but most of the things that we did, like I did a bunch of guitar delay mm-hmm. stuff and I did, you know, like we really went crazy with the effects and Tim did some really crazy, like, um, 
really like freeform jazz stuff, which was cool. But the best part about it was, is that we, it's not like we sat there and like we spent three days on getting all these weird sounds. Same thing with Jessamine's piano. It's like, we just, you know, mm. we did like one take one, one or two takes and we were like, Hey, that sounds cool. Let's do that. And, uh, it just created kind of a, you know, like it, there's definitely like a space and exploration vibe, but there's still like a focus thing in there, which, um, every, t- I don't know, every time I get to listen to it, it's like, I, you know, I could listen to it every day and it, mm-hmm. it, it makes, it makes me happy. It's just like one of those things where you're like, wow, I'm like, I'm so proud that we, you know, so proud that we made this. Um, and yeah, like Justin said, the piano, the piano like definitely brought the the extra thing that we needed because you know we it's, it's we write pretty we keep it very simple in the chord structure and yeah. then kind of did this ascending uh mm-hmm. piano line in the chorus and then when tim laid down the bass he kind of followed it and it, it uh really took it to this whole new place so i can't i can't wait for everyone to hear it that that's for sure well we're gonna spin it now ghost in the machine and afterward i'd like to hear more about your creative process
so you talked a bit, Vince and uh, uh, Jasmine, you talked a bit about your creative process for the last uh, track that we listened to, Ghost in the Machine. Like, how do you approach your music when you're creating it? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, some people do have like a rigid kind of like structure that they follow and to get consistency and stuff in their creative endeavors. But Mm -hmm. for us, uh, things can come from all angles. And I think I, I, as an artist, operate like that in general, like just you find inspiration where you can and you run with it. So you go where the energy is. And like, so some songs will be a, a drum beat that I was hearing in my head and I just start playing. And some songs will be Vince playing a riff and I'll like run into the room and I'll be like, record that, you know, like, or, or I'll hop right on the kit and start playing along. Or some of them will just start jamming together and it comes along. Uh, or some of them are inspired by like the name, like Ghosts in the Machine, you know, it's, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. I think we really just, we allow ourselves to, to let the inspiration come in whatever form. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead oh, <laughs> well, I was just going to add on to that. And, you know, it's like, well, that's the other thing, too, is that, you know, Jessamine and I are both creative in many different realms. Jessamine's an amazing writer and mm-hmm. she edits all our all of our music videos pretty much. And, uh, you okay. know, some, sometimes we, you know, like we don't have new songs, but then we're like, all right, let's work on this music video. Um uh just one good example is that you know once everything shut down at the beginning of the pandemic we were just like kind of like what are we going to do and you know all of a sudden we just started writing a bunch of songs and you know and then we that that's pretty much how we created our our first full-length album and it was very natural and nothing was forced but we just had this time and you know, the, sometimes it's the world that gives us the space to do it. And sometimes it's us that's like, hey, let's keep pushing. And then also, you know, from the people that we record with or we collaborate with, it kind of shapes the music in a certain way. And also uh, what I love is that me and Justin both listen to, uh, we listen to all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're sitting down and just listening to only instrumental rock or rock in general. Um, we both love hip hop, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. wake up and listen to classical music and, um, soul, funk. Yeah. We listen to soul funk, like, you know, just it, like and, standard piano tunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all, you know, I'm just a big believer in, you know, what the stuff that you put in, into your, you know, your ear holes is what's, is going to come out, you know? percent. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything that we listen to and our life experiences definitely influence our music, you know? Mm-hmm. And being that you guys are an instrumental, uh, I shouldn't say you guys, sorry. No worries. Uh, being that you're, uh, being that you're instrumental rock, do you submit your music for uh, cinema TV? Placement? We sure do. Shay. Yeah. I sure that. Do. Can you give other artists some tips on your process or? Well, I, yeah, I wish we have, you know, we had more hot tips, but uh, you know, it just kind of seems like a numbers game, like everything else at this point, because there's just so much out there and you just have to keep uh, 
your eyes and ears open for people that are producing any content that fits with your work and shoot it their way. Most of the time they'll be friendly and be like, thanks. Yeah, I'll check this out. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll be like totally unresponsive, but I think, you know, you just, you really have to just uh, kind of expand your search to include more than what you would think because it is so competitive these days. Yeah, I don't, I, because no, I could really see your music um, in that space. Thank Include, you. Including video games. Oh, yeah, I that's know. That's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's in, we, we would love some tips on, in that <laughs> realm. It seems like, uh, you know, a lot of people go to in-house composers uh, these days just to make it more streamlined as far as like rights go and pay goes. Um, yeah. But, you know, we just figure after a certain point, you know, the right person posts your stuff or uses your stuff and then hopefully just finds its way. Um, but it definitely takes a long time and uh, yeah, a lot of perseverance. Yeah, but yeah. you never know when it'll be picked up. There's been some bands that they get picked up by a movie um, right. or, or a thing. And Decades it, after It, they it makes a band. Or like in 1998 with Aerosmith, it put the band back on the map yeah or like Dick Armageddon? Dale. <laughs> <laughs> right when don't 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 yeah don't, well don't want him is a thing well they had a bit of a bit, you know they've always been on the map but they had a bit of a lull yeah. for a while because of the problems with the band yeah they weren't yeah but they had been in a, my a favorite lull since band. get a grip mm-hmm Get a grip. Get a grip was fire, and then yeah, they had a lull until yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But uh, they're my favorite bands. So, <laughs> anyways, um, no, they have some monster hits for sure. Yeah, and and they're from Boston. Steven Tyler's from right near my parents' town. Oh no, <laughs> God, my heart just oh, flipped. No, my heart just flipped, man. My husband told me that oh, if we I- ever go to it, because I'm a media person, right? A media person sounds so official. No, I have a card. I can actually go backstage, right? Nice. And I said to him, if they ever come to Toronto again, right? And he says, he doesn't want me there because I'll never be able to get, all of a sudden wife will go missing, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> no I'm like a spring chicken for uh, Stephen Tyler, right? So, it's, it's just an inside joke. <laughs> because No, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. In terms of vocals, I and in the rock space, I believe he's the best in the business. Yeah, but that's everybody has the best in the business. So, yeah, no, he's got the mouth for it, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's got one of those rock and roll mouths. Yeah, him and yeah. him and Mick Jagger really. Yeah, the best, I never thought the best of that. Rock never mouths. thought of that. Never thought of that. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we gotta get off on it. Well, thank you for sharing that. You know what? What I do see that your creative process, like we're going back to your creative process, um, is dependent upon the project because it appears that when you were doing um, the this track that we talked about and you happened upon an old piano, uh, did you think that you would be putting that in prior to showing up at the studio? No, and yeah. no, that was like one of those magic moments yeah. where I was like, hey, you know, like 
maybe I should just try a take on this old thing. And then it just, yeah, like, that's pretty, came together. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. The ghost in the piano. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, your, e- your EP, Fang Tooth, is actually released today, August the 10th. Uh, you must be incredibly excited. We are. We are thrilled oh, yes. to finally have it out there. So this is yeah. It's, uh, it's always like giving birth, right? It is. It <laughs> is. But, uh, but this one you can let go the minute you drop it. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what are the plans for this year? Is it centered around the EP marketing and promotion? Are you going to be doing live gigs? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been pretty um, pretty much a dodgy world out there. Um, mm-hmm. We are going to be performing. We have a gig uh, at Hotel Cafe in Hollywood on September 9th, and that's the only show we have in the books, and we're, like, wondering if that's going to even happen as it is, you know. Um, but fingers crossed on that. And then other than that, we're just kind of brainstorming some other ideas about getting our live music out there um, that involves hitting the streets and doing kind of pop-up stuff. And uh, yeah, it seems like a, just a better way to go than trying to schedule stuff. Cause right now it's just a a big mess booking in the booking and venue world, but that's not to say we wouldn't be thrilled in our uh, booking agent does submit us for things that make sense for us, but um, yeah. Well, it is. It's all pretty shaky. It's, we are. I will say we are bringing. We we have uh, plans for um, Ghost in the Machine music video that the wheels are already turning, and we're working with our videographer who shoots all our videos pretty much. I was going to ask um, about that. So, yeah, that's exciting. That will come out, you know, after the album, obviously, and uh, be kind of a. It will just be fun for us to score. We love scoring our own stuff with visuals you yeah know, like the backwards version so yeah we have some Notice really cool that. ideas for that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually incredible what you even thought of it i was blown Thank away you. when i saw it is california open or not open like you talk about it sketchy in terms of gigs this is i i are you referring to the pandemic yeah yeah okay Th- things are Things are really squirrely right now in just what it takes to have events. And uh, some places are completely open. Some places are requiring, you know, vaccination cards uh, or okay, negative so. COVID tests in the last X amount of hours to so, let them in. So there's a lot of stress. That would oh, yeah, be stressful. Like, yeah. And right now it's, you know, just the variant is bringing the second out of the fourth wave or whatever wave it is. It's, it's rising right now. So <laughs> we're just hoping that uh, it doesn't rise too high. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it okay, just seems like, I get it. You know, I get it. I just hassle. wanted to know what, uh, what was happening in terms of that. So it's too bad, <clears throat> but hopefully it'll be uh, something like a glip in the radar. Uh, like <laughs> you never know, you never know. Sometimes when you're when you're experiencing it, when you're experiencing something like this, it's a lot bigger. When your experience is 
lot bigger when you're experiencing it than when you look back at it five years from now. Yeah, that's why. Yes. That's the way I look at. It. I don't know if that will <laughs> apply to this situation because it's sort of like mind blowing. I still remember when it started. It was like I felt like I was in a uh, like, uh, a war zone. Right. I felt like I was I I and I as a creative I I got really affected by it. Yeah, and the first month of it, I was like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, so. But you're up in Canada, so I mean things are 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 probably better there, aren't they? That's what we've heard anyway. Uh, there was a lag of uh, there. There's been a lot of back and forth with the Canadian. You know what? I I'm not political, uh, yeah. uh, but or partisan. I am political in terms of the overall Canadian response. It has been relatively satisfactory. Uh, however, <laughs> it, it, in terms of the creative, uh, like the industry, the music, um, music and all that, there's been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, and uh, not a whole lot of financial support for the industry. Uh, there's been some support for businesses of, yeah. of any industry. But honestly, Han, I'm not uh, qualified honestly, uh, in terms of being uh, an industry watcher for the economy or science or vaccine rollout, I, I'm not qualified to make a comment. I could just say that my own experience, there's been a whole lot of gaps that they were left behind. Uh, yeah. But um, in terms of the prime minister, you're never going to get something out of me about that one. <laughs> And that's, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's a one of a kind. Well, you know, it's just in the, in the U.S., you know, Canada is now seen as this like promised land, right? Really? Where, like, the, grass is, the grass is green, the healthcare is free and universal. And uh, it's not it's so not free. Gonna... The healthcare is pretty, pretty okay. I look to America as uh, a, a country where dreams come true. Like there's interesting, think, yeah, yeah, it is funny. Uh, there's a lot more. It's funny, how yeah. It so I think it, it all depends. Canada is a beautiful country. I was born here. I'm a proud Canadian. Uh, but uh, in terms of all the uh, countries, UK, Australia, United States, Canada, we all have our our pluses and we all have our minuses. Right. Okay. It's it's not greener. <laughs> <laughs> anyway good to know good to know i just like hearing the the international perspective uh, we got a bit off topic talking about uh our glorious pm in canada uh, but uh i'd like to know a bit do you have any other future projects coming out like any new releases of music or is this album it for the year yeah, like I said, we are going to be making a music video for Ghost in the Machine, so people can uh, expect to see us dropping some promo for that. Um, cool. Hopefully not too far out, but yeah, Vince, I don't know. Do we have any uh, more specific plans this year? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, we <clears throat> things just come and kind of come and go with Movie Club, you know? Um 
based on what opportunities and what time we have, you know, I mean, there could be two EPs that come out. I mean, that's, that's obviously a far, far thing, but, uh, um, you know, next week we might be inspired to write 10 songs or we might, you know, be inspired to write one song, but, um, you know, just like Justin said, you know, it's just like where the inspiration comes. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't, we don't try to force anything. Um, but just trying to play music together almost, you know, if not every day, um, we, we try to, or we'll like talk about things and, you know, listening to music or anything can draw inspiration. So, um, that's the thing that's nice since we don't have a set schedule where it's like, all right, every year we need to release this many things or every few months. So we just, you know, as Justin said, where, where the inspiration comes. So, uh, we're, we're as much, uh, watching this journey unfold just like everyone else. So, uh, that's part of the excitement of this project. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So what, uh, platform is best to find you? YouTube, Instagram. Those are our main two, I would say, uh, all our music's on pretty much all the streaming services. Um, but our YouTube's definitely worth checking out because we put so much time into our music videos um because that's sort of our passion as movie club um yes you you put a lot into it and your instagram is at movie club right movie club the band uh at movie club was unfortunately taken but oh really yeah okay those damn people (laughs) yeah no no not by another band but yeah it's it's just that movie club Movie clubs exist all over the world, but not yeah, yeah, as a musical yeah. project. <laughs> yeah, it always blows my mind, you know. You think you got a unique name because I've run several businesses, right? But let's just talk about the buzz, the buzzer. Oh, I got this unique way of spelling it, unique. Then you go on social media and try to get the handles. Like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. The world yeah. is crowded. <laughs> yeah, crowded. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jasmine and Vince, for uh, coming onto the podcast and absolutely introducing us to your. Thank music. you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Really, really great talking with yeah. you. Yeah, it was great. It was fun getting to know you, and uh, I look forward to seeing what you put out next. Thanks and so good much, luck w- and good luck with the release today. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care up there, right, Jay. Jay. Talk soon. Hit us up. Okay. You ever go through Venice Beach? We'll grab a beer. Yeah, 100%. Now you're now you're <laughs> indebted. Now you're indebted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you later. To. All right. Catch yeah. you later. Bye. Take Bye. care. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in to the Buzzer Podcast. Thank you to the artists on today's show. The show wouldn't happen without your music. Episodes run Mondays and Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Follow us on Instagram at The Buzzroll Media and on Twitter at The Buzzer Indie. Subscribe these at TheBuzzerPod.com. The Buzzroll Media has sponsored this podcast. Music is provided by Kevin Estrella, Pyramids on Mars, On Air Indie, from iPad to yours over the airways. Have a good one. See you next episode. Cheers.